Get fast, reliable internet for any budget. Now qualifying customers can get Xfinity internet free through the Affordable Connectivity Program. That's right, free high-speed internet from Xfinity. And Internet Essentials customers can get equipment included at no extra cost. Get started today. It's never too late to set the stage for well-being. Here's your well-being tip of the day from YMCA of the North. Did you know that your diet can impact your sleep? If you struggle with sleep, try incorporating foods high in minerals and B vitamins. Foods such as leafy greens, nuts, seeds, and salmon build nutrients, keep your energy balanced during the day, and maintain a healthy sleep cycle at night. If you're looking for a refresh, working with a nutritionist at the Y can help you create lasting changes. For more well-being tips, meditation, and yoga classes, visit us at ymcanorth.org forward slash well-being. We change our minds every day, about a million things a day. This is no different. You can't be afraid to be wrong. You can't be afraid to say, you know what? I'm just going to rethink this thing. People are not dying getting the vaccine. Um, I I better rethink this thing. I'm going to go call my doctor and, and have a discussion one more time. It is okay to change your mind. Financial freedom, it's within everyone's reach. And this key shows you how to build prosperity and generational wealth for your family on Becoming the Bank. Hello, it's me, Anissa Keys with Becoming the Bank. If you're tuning in for the very first time this week, this is a podcast that shares biblical principles and practices that help me to become a generational wealth builder. This is not a how-to podcast, but a becoming podcast. How to become a generational wealth builder, how to become someone who lives financially free. Now, wealth building is a challenge, right? You can't expect to get there overnight. But I found that the only way to do it successfully and effectively is by learning these biblical principles and practices that help me to become. The word has helped me to change how I look, deal with, and manage my finances. And I have become a bank a financial resource to my family, my sphere of influence, and my community. All right, so listen, in the word of God, language referring to farming and agricultural analogies are referenced and used regularly. Um, So we're now in a season series that I called Sowing and Reaping. We've been in this series for a little while, so this is like our fourth week. You can always go back and listen to the old ones. Um, there is so much value, you guys, in, 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 in finances around sowing and reaping. Like it just gives you such great information. I'm just going over some of them that we're going to be in this series probably for a few more weeks um, because it's just like it's just a lot of stuff to unpack. OK, so listen, the basic premise to sow means to plant seeds right? Planting a seed, especially with regards to financing, the what I've been teaching on, right, is simply put, it's investing time. It's investing resources and it's investing energy into something. And to reap means to gather a crop or to get the results back from what you have put in. And if you're a believer, we like to call it a harvest, right? But there is much more to sowing and reaping than just planting a seed, waiting and then collecting a harvest. So I'm talking about in this series, sowing and reaping, and though we are unpacking a lot, right? I want you to track the different uh, themes, the different concepts that come out of this one sort of like big, bigger concept of sowing and reaping, right? So this week we'll be talking about the cycle of success. 
the last two weeks, I talked about soil, where you plant your seed is really super crucial. Please go back and listen to those. Um, I'm using these analogies because in the word of God, you always hear parables or you hear God make analogies, make references to animals and the animals and their temperaments mean something or or the way that uh, that God sort of shares his stories is through um, um, uh, analogies or I'm trying to think of metaphors, right? Um, that that there's, a, there's a larger context. So you can take them and you can apply them to almost any area of life. So I'm taking these analogies and I'm applying them to finances, right? So the analogy of sowing and reaping, particularly around the cycle of success, really is about a never ending reaping cycle. Right. It's a cycle that's never ending, meaning that you're constantly sowing and you're constantly reaping. But sometimes we think right for farmers, particularly right, that they're only planting maybe during one season. And at the end, they're reaping during another season. Right. But when it comes to the word of God and God telling us about this season of sowing and reaping, it's actually a never ending cycle. Right. If you can do it successfully in finances, it's a regular reaping that you can experience. And so that's what I want to talk about today. So, okay, so let me break this down. Right. There are five stages of the life cycle of a plant. Right. And so remember, the seed goes eventually into a plant. But first, it's a seed. It's thrown down into the ground. And then the second stage is germination, where the seed takes root. Right. And then the third stage is the growth stage. Right. That's typically when you see the seed sort of sprout its head up out the ground and then the reproduction stage. And that's when it is a full adult flower. OK, I'm going to pause right there in the future a little bit, like in two or three minutes. I'm going to tell you about how some people stop the process right there. You got a flower or you have a plant that has extracted. It's gotten to be an adult, whether it's a, a, a potato or a tomato or whatever. Right. We pull it. We eat off of it and then it's done. But actually, the fourth stage is pollination. Listen, during the pollination stage, it, you're, it's colorful. The plant is so colorful and it's releasing pollen. Then the insects and the birds come and feed and eat off of it. Listen, people are supposed to feed and eat off your harvest, right? But after it feeds and eats off of it, it flies away, the birds, the insects, and then they release the seeds, the pollen that ends up like uh, giving more or putting more, let's see, uh, um, investing more into the, to the plants that are around them, right? And then they also take the seeds and spread the seeds from the dead plant other places as well, which then starts the cycle all over again. So listen, that means you can plant one seed, but from the roots, get started and then the sprouting and then the plant that comes out after a while that same plant then creates an opportunity to produce more seeds this is called the cycle of success right i should call it really the cycle of financial success let me tell you god is so good the way he puts these these analogies in the word of god we know that it's important once you get to be an adult plant, like once you get the harvest, to not only pull it from the ground and go feed off of it, that you have the opportunity to allow your seed to grow and then allow those seeds to become a flowering plant that feeds and, and nurtures other seeds, right? And so listen, even if I stop right there, right, your ability to be able to have a flower, to be able to take your financial success and allow it to continue the cycle, right, would be an ongoing harvest. But let me just slow down for a quick second. When you talk about the analogy of sowing and reaping, I have to make it completely, completely like um, tr 
like transitional to right or translational right to 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 finances right so you drop a seed in you invest in a business right you invest in training you invest in an asset whatever then the seed goes into the germination stage the business gets off to a great start it gets rooted right you're doing the things that it takes to make the business go well and then you see some growth this is the third stage right in the growth stage you see an increase in revenue maybe an increase in equity, maybe some dividends, whatever, right? This is a clear sign that you're going in the right direction and that you have a great investment. You've done your due diligence and you're making forward progress. You reach the stage of adulthood. The flower has bloomed and now you got a harvest. You've arrived, right? You got a benefit coming from your business. Maybe you got some regular like funds coming in from your business. Maybe you see like a nice stack of equity that you can pull. Now you have a choice. You can end the plant cycle. You can pull the plant or you have an opportunity to allow that plant to stay rooted in the ground, to allow that business, allow that investment to stay rooted and allow it to continue to produce for you. This is why I think a lot of people don't hit financial freedom. They're so good with just arriving, right? They're so good with just plateauing. They're, right? like, they're like, mm, I'm making enough money, right? I, 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 think, I think this is okay, right? And sometimes they may even think like, well, yeah, I don't want to be greedy. You know what I mean? Maybe, maybe this is okay, right? Like I can, I can pay my tithes okay. I can feed my family. I can go on vacation and I'm okay. However, what if... God wants you to have a cycle of success. What if he wants those flowers to continue to produce seeds for you? Listen, the only way I can make this really clear for you is if I use an example of mine. I can tell you this best by telling you the story of me trying to start a clinic nine years ago. At about year six, I got tired, right? I got burnt out, whatever you want to call it, right? Like I was experiencing vicarious trauma. I was struggling to get through. And to tell you the truth, I had really kind of to start to think about transitioning out of the work. I had invested though, a lot of time, education, money, resources, a lot of planting over the years. But the thought was, is I don't want to do this anymore. Maybe I should just sell my company, right? I would just pull the plant from the ground. Listen to me. This was a silly thought when I look back at it, right? I had established a company that was rooted, that was producing for me constantly, yearly, annually, quarterly, whatever, right? Some sort of way for me to be able to generate regular income coming in. And in my mindset, I was thinking I had gotten it all, right? I was tired of doing it. I was done. And I was ready to pull the plant. Now, if you think about this, we sometimes do this pretty often, right? We get to a space in our world or our time, right, where we're like, you know, I'm just sort of done with that. We start a career all over again. And instead of allowing whatever we've created to continue to populate, populate, right, or pollinate um, and continue to keep that cycle going, we sometimes pull the plant. And this is the challenge. Because what I want to encourage you to do today, instead of doing that, to find a way to re-engage. What I ended up doing is I allowed the business to stay, right? Somebody just asked me just recently, they said, how do you come up with the down payments to purchase your real estate? I said, saving, pulling equity from my assets, but most importantly, my business fuels my purchases. 
I don't necessarily need to like constantly nurture it. I don't need to necessarily like attend to it all the time. But the business that I've created fuels, it pollinates. It's it's able to allow me to cycle and utilize that established plant, right? That seed that has grown to continue to pollinate everything else that I put my hands into. The profit from my business is the one thing the one thing that I'm able to constantly utilize and leverage to be able to do all kinds of other business ventures. If I had pulled that plant, that would have removed one of the most important, probably long-standing seeds that I've had in my world since I started wealth building. It is actually the separation between the people that end up becoming wealthy and the ones that don't. Typically, it's business ownership. So I let my business continue to cycle and bring in cash flow for me. I remove myself from the day-to-day and I allow the cycle to continue. Here's the dope part. I never stop sowing seeds. So though you have established a seed that now is duplicating for you, it's constantly cycling and feeding other opportunities for you, you're still planting seeds, right? You're still finding fertile soil to plant new seeds in. So now you can see where you have a multiplication or a duplication, right? This is how wealth building happens. You have to allow that cycle to continue to happen and you continue to sow and you continue to reap. So I don't just have seasons of reaping anymore. I reap daily, okay? If you talk to anybody who's financially successful, what they will tell you is every day they make money. Every day inflation or whether it's the equity of my buildings or whether it's a dividend I receive, every day I am reaping. And that's the position I want you to be in. Let me tell you, there's three ways, right? To become somebody who is constantly in a cycle of reaping. Number one, become someone that is always evaluating where you are producing. Regularly pay attention to where you're getting a return. I'm going to tell you one of the biggest problems with small businesses is they don't pay attention to their finances. They look quarterly. They look annually. You should be looking daily. You should be regularly looking at your bank accounts. You should be regularly looking into your, uh, your financial statements, your profit and loss, your balance sheets, right? This is how you can track where you are actually benefiting from. Okay, not just in your business, but personally, whether it's like your books, whether it's your stocks, whatever you have investments in, you should constantly be evaluating where you are producing. That's where you are reaping and that's where your seed, right, have been continued to be pollinated. And so you can utilize that to be able to uh, 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 take that that uh, that wealth, that harvest and be able to repopulate it. Okay, so number two, you have to become someone that's good with boredom. This is huge. I'm going to try to be quick, okay? Boredom is something that I think people like take very lightly, okay? Boredom is a good thing. When you are building wealth, it's a pretty dull, like everyday kind of constant movement, right? Forward, okay? It's not something that is exciting. If you're hitting good highs and you're hitting low lows, you probably need to do something different. You need to be rooted and you need to be consistent. What you'll find is every day, the only thing that really changes right? Is your financial status as it increases. All right. Last one, become someone who still sows. So even though you're reaping, even though you're in a cycle of reaping, you need to still be sowing. Listen, sometimes we pull the plant because we have an unctioning that we shouldn't have a desire for more. And I'm going to tell you that is not of the Holy Spirit. We serve a God of more. We serve a God of abundance, not just for you, because he wants you to bless other people. That's the whole reason behind us, him giving us blessings in the first place. Puts us in a position to be able to give. Puts us in a position to be able to sow into other people's lives. Gives us in a position that we have a harvest that feeds other people. 
Do not think that you are being greedy. I am super hungry, hungry for everything God has for me, okay? Your harvest feeds other people too. So we're on this sewing series of so we're on this uh, this uh, uh, farming series of sowing and reaping as we're learning to be farmers. I want you on this cycle of success. Remember, I don't think the Lord put farming and agricultural references in the Bible for fun. I think there's learning here. There's concepts to become a farmer, someone who is always evaluating what they're producing. Someone that has that is okay with boredom. Farmers are like they do the same thing every season all the time, right? Got to be okay with that. And someone that sows, no matter how much they are reaping, you're still always sowing. Okay. All right. I pray that something you heard bless you today. I hope that you can take on some of the principles and practices to become a sower and reaper and build generational wealth. My hope is that you become a blessing and a resource to your family, your sphere of influence, and your community. This is Becoming the Bank with Anissa Keys. I'll see you next time. Check back next week for more of Anissa's Kingdom Principles to Live a Prosperous Life. To find previous episodes of Becoming the Bank, log on to ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. Children's Minnesota, the leader in specialized health care for kids, is here to raise awareness, standards, the bar, the stakes, the question, the curtain. On raising kids' health to the highest priority, kids need equal access to health care, more pediatric expertise, a voice for change. Kids need us, all of us. So let's raise them up. Children's Minnesota, the kid experts. OutSchool provides live online classes for kids. They offer academic classes as well as interest-based classes. The topics are so cool. Everything from art and fitness to physics, mindfulness, food, history. A lot of these topics are things that are not taught in your regular school. Check out their amazing classes. Your kids are going to love it. My son's about to graduate high school and he wants to go to college, but I don't have the money to pay for tuition at one of those big time universities. And I don't want him to be strapped with student loan debt trying to get a degree. So he's going here to Doherty Family College at the University of St. Thomas. The school is designed for families like mine who have a higher financial need. Believe it or not, you won't pay more than $3,000 a year on average for tuition. And get this, Laptops, textbooks, meals, and even Metro passes are free. Sound too good to be true? Well, it ain't. That's not even the best part. Doherty Family College at St. Thomas offers a two-year undergraduate program with small class sizes, so your child will have the personal support they need to be successful. At Doherty Family College, they'll treat your child like family. Do what I did and check them out at dfc.stt h-o-m-a-s dot e-d-u set up a tour today you'll be glad you did i love mealtime with my family especially when my mom lets us help us cooking we always have a good time mixing eggs and cutting the crust off bread for sandwiches but i had no idea that eggshells and breadcrumbs could be recycled do you know that 20% of trash is food waste? But there is something we can do to get that number down. 
Ramsey County has a program that lets us recycle food. That's right. I gather up banana peels, orange peels, and meat scraps that I can find. Then once a week, I drop them off at Ramsey County's food scrap collection site, where it gets turned into compost for gardening, landscaping, and more. It doesn't cost my mom a dime, and I feel like I'm doing my part to save the planet. Recycling is for everyone, and it's easy to do. Just log on to RamseyRecycles.com to find out more. Did you know that United Healthcare helps connect you to doctors and therapists with 24-7 access to virtual care? So I could have therapy from my couch? Yep. Or a doctor appointment from my car? If you wanted to. Wait, you're right. I don't even like when people see me sing in the car. Couch appointment it is. Virtual visits are just one of the ways United Healthcare helps connect you to better health. Learn more at UHC.com. Plan benefits may vary. Hy-Vee Mealtime To Go is mealtime made easy. Just order delicious meals online for convenient curbside pickup or have it delivered. Want breakfast? Hy-Vee Mealtime To Go. Need lunch? Hy-Vee Mealtime To Go. Doing dinner? Hy-Vee Mealtime To Go. Get pancakes, burgers, fried chicken, lasagna, high chai Asian dishes, sushi, pizza, and more. If you're craving it, Hy-Vee Mealtime To Go has it with curbside pickup or delivery. Order today at hyvee.com slash mealtime. At Huntington, we've been asking ourselves, can we make it easier to avoid overdraft fees? And we can. Now, if you're overdraft at Huntington by $50 or less, you won't be charged an overdraft fee. And if you're overdrawn by more than $50, you have time to fix it with 24-hour grace. Why would a bank do that? Just to help people out. That's how we reinvent banking. Huntington, welcome. Your account will be closed if it is negative in any amount for 60 days. Learn more at Huntington.com slash safety zone and Huntington.com slash grace.